I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Today we're going to talk to a woman who contacted me. Her name is Tracy J. She does past life regressions. I've talked about past life regressions before on this podcast. And I know most of you who do listen to this have heard that before. But if you haven't, it is going into hypnosis, being led by somebody that hypnotizes you and goes in and well, I was thinking, am I making this up? How is this vision coming to me? But you just go with it and it takes you into a past life. She can do future life progressions and it's just fascinating. And it's kind of when we connected, you know, I love going down my rabbit holes and learning about everybody before I bring them on. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be powerful if I had one with her or at least had some kind of experience with Tracy before I interviewed her. So we set up a, like, it was like two hours, an hour and a half past life regression at the day before this episode. And gosh, since then it's been kind of this different feeling. Like you'll have flashbacks of the past life and it changes your perspective. It makes you realize time. We are so linear mind based here in this human body. But when you realize that it's all happening right now, it kind of clears that it lets my human mind realize that better. When you do have a past life regression, I would recommend that to anyone. She offers a buy one, get one free at the end, but yes, you can connect with her, but her mission on her website is just to help you unblock stuck emotional energy trapped in another time gain deeper insight about how your past lives affect your today, provide guidance and support for exploring your potential in future lives. Through the power of hypnosis, her goal is to facilitate healing, growth, and personal transformation. I mean, that kind of explains the point of having a past life regression, but I would definitely recommend it. If anything, just out of the curiosity factor, if you don't fully understand it or believe it. Those are just fun things to add to your life experience, I think. So let's see, Paige just, we just got back from, she competed at Miss Teen USA for the California title. She placed in the top 15. It was amazing. The growth that she experienced this last weekend was profound and nothing lights me up more than watching these girls grow and gain more confidence. And when you see the growth and you see the confidence build, it is something as a mom. And I know Richard feels the same way. It's just, there's probably nothing better, (laughs) but I'm so about these kids. And if you haven't listened to my testimony on YouTube with my, one of my students, I highly recommend that, you know, if you have teenagers that are struggling or would love to learn mindset tools to teach your teenagers that I think are so important right now. I mean, I know I say this every week, but I see it and I'm in it right now with my girls. And if you are a mom or a dad that sees your kids struggling or, you know, they're distant and they're not communicating or you don't connect with them, gosh, nothing is more important than having these tools to connect, to feel like there's open communication you know, my girls, it's just even being that connection and the conversations that you can have with the tools that I've taught them their whole life. And I couldn't speak more highly of learning those tools. 
And I am so passionate about helping kids. And part of my past life was, you know, I'm a teacher. I've always been a teacher and it's about kids and these kids like, oh, like hungry for it in this one with Tracy. It was like these, these children were like, like listening to me. We're sitting in a circle. I can still see it. And the parents didn't really understand, but I think they trusted me. And I kind of feel that way in this life where sometimes parents didn't do the personal development in their youth. Like I did, didn't read the books, didn't, you know, just had children and tried to learn as they go. And once you hit these children hit like eight, nine, 10 years old, you can start ingraining these gratitude and their morning routine and gosh, learn their core values, get rid of their limiting beliefs that we've programmed as parents in their little brains from the ages of, you know, when they were born until about seven, there's 80% programmed. And we don't want to continue that hamster wheel of life and the limiting beliefs we had and we have as parents. And we are just programming our kids to think that way, but to learn how to shift and change those thoughts and words and those beliefs into more empowering, centered on intention and get clarity of their life, setting goals and knowing that there's no limits and that they can be, do, or have anything. You know, that's my tagline. And I love saying that because it is so true because you can be, do, or have anything. The only thing stopping you is fear. And once you can get past that fear, it's magic and miracles every single day. And that's what I teach my students. We look for the magic. It's everywhere, every moment. And nothing lights me up more than helping these kids and parents. So please connect with me if that resonates with anything that you feel that you need, or if you know someone, share my website, share the testimony on uh, YouTube with your friends that may need some help with their kids. But I am here and I love doing this. And I am so happy that I found my passion. And it was through just life experience and being a mom and understanding that when you do implement the tools that I feel are so important and you see them at teenagers now flourishing in life, then I feel like I did my job. And now Paige, a year left in this house before she heads off and starts her future. She is so ready. And I have such confidence in that and I have no regrets. So I want every parent to feel that way. So let me bring on this beautiful Tracy J who we connected and I know we'll be forever friends. That's what I love about this podcast is connecting with these people and having these friendships and connections. It really fulfills me. So share this episode with a friend and you know, the routine go and subscribe and have a little review if you could on any of the podcast players that you listen to, I would greatly appreciate that. It helps me get more of these amazing people to share with you. All right. Please welcome Tracy J to the show. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, to give everybody a backstory, I spent two hours with Tracy yesterday having my past life regression. And you know, at the beginning, I normally read people's books, go down people's rabbit holes. And I kind of had this inspired thought a few days ago that I wanted her to show me really what she does. And she's been doing this since the year 2000, right? So yes. 23 years. And I've had a past life regression a couple of years ago. So I kind of knew what to expect, mm -hmm. but I wanted to bring her on because especially after yesterday, and for those of you who have not had a past life regression, I think you'll really understand it better today after we dissect what it really is. And I've always studied like Brian Weiss, mm -hmm. the Seth materials, I've Dolores Cannon, I've gone down mm -hmm. all those. So I do enjoy listening and reading to those people that have studied it in our past. But when you're in a past life regression, 
you're <laughs> I'm I'm questioning am I making this up? Is this really true? Like most people do. So <laughs> let's go back to really why were you interested in learning how to do a past life? I know hypnosis is goes hand in hand. And really what brought you to that place in your life that kind of opened your eyes? Did you have one? Where did that where did no. it No. What happened was my mother was sort of canceled by the Catholic Church because she didn't marry my father outside of the inside the Catholic Church where they got married in whatever Presbyterian church or something. And my mother got really angry and she said, well, I don't need a priest to uh, stand in the way between me and God. And so she started getting into all the spiritual stuff and she was talking to her cousin and her cousin gave her these Seth books and so they were laying all around the house. So at 12 years old, I picked up one of these books that had a beautiful turquoise cover and it was Ruth Montgomery and it was called A Life Beyond. And from there, I just started reading all about, uh, in fact, I only wanted to read channeled material. So there was Seth Speaks and all the Seth books and the Edgar Casey books. And we went to visit the ARE, right? The Association for Research and Enlightenment the, in Virginia Beach, the Edgar Casey. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was like 13, I think. And so the first two books that I bought was Developing Your Psychic Abilities and How to Do Hypnosis. At 13. Yes. So okay. in high school, I was practicing on my friends, but it was never stage hypnosis. It's like, let's see if we can do this and let's try that. And so as soon as I got it, like, it was the only thing I wanted to do. And I had a boyfriend at the time who had a terrible issue with his shoulder. And I said, well, let's try this. And so I regressed him and he ended up, it was really strange. He was in a castle and this is my first experience doing it myself, leading somebody through. And I questioned him and got him, you know, got the understanding of the environment that he was in. And he was in a turret and he was an archer. And it, there's so many interesting things about this. And I didn't put it together till years later, but he had been shot in the shoulder with an arrow and his comrades pulled him away and propped him up against the wall as they continued fighting. And he you know, he's laying on the sofa and he is cursing and swearing hmm. and he didn't want to be in this war. And he was so angry about being in this war. And, you know, when I brought him out, his shoulder pain had been had gone. Hmm. And he, it hasn't come back. He's now a friend. <laughs> We're not together, but he's so a friend funny. of mine still. Yeah, that would that hooked me after that. It was like, who can I work on? <laughs> hmm. Who's next? So that's how it all started. But you grew up with that in your, that was like a big deal in, in your family. Yeah. My mom was into it, but not my dad. I mean, I had my first psychic reading at 13 as well. It was a palm reader, actually, a, a much older Irish man. And he told me that it's as if God is looking down there and in his Irish accent. He says to me, Jesus is sitting up there with uh, all of his saints and they're playing poker and St. Peter's sitting beside him and says, oh, Jesus, there's someone in trouble down there. There's someone in trouble. Oh, leave me alone, Jesus says. I've got a good hand. <laughs> and St. Peter says, but Jesus, he's in trouble. Oh, send them to Tracy. So <laughs> this is what I was told at a very young age. And that's sort of what happened all my life. You know, people come in, people go. I help them out. You know, I also do some EFT with mm -hmm. uh, my hypnosis. So uh, it's been very impactful. So there's also future lives. You could do yeah. a future life progression. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we did past lives. And then when I'm thinking future lives, because everything is now, and I want you to explain time, because I love to hear people's <laughs> description of that. But tell us about future lives. Well, let's start with what time is and how time works. And this is how I see it. Our magical brain is able to tune in like a radio to different stations, because all time is in the now, we have this linear construct of time, you know, that's the past, that's the future, and everything happens, da, 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 da. but actually, depending on the choices we make, we have probable realities that can go in different directions. If I decide this, this is going to happen. If I decide that, that's going to happen. But even still, it's all happening in the now. <laughs> it's a very strange concept for our human minds right. to fathom. So future progression is the same technique, the same method as past life regression, only in every case we ask the higher self to direct the person to what they need to know in order to heal whatever trauma or whatever 
pattern is happening in their lives. And so sometimes you are taken to a future lifetime and it's up to the therapist to define or help them define to get the information out of them. Where are you? Where where are you? And what are you wearing? And And this helps you determine, oh, we went into the future. So when we did mine yesterday, which okay. everybody, I'm still kind of trying to grasp it, swallow it. <laughs> How would I know that I was going forward or backward when it's all happening right now? Well, I guess your point of access to this reality is this now. So you would have to think in terms of the culture that we're experiencing right now. If you see something different, you know, your, your higher self is going to take you one way or the other. You'll recall, I didn't direct when I was giving you the induction as to where you go. You're floating and drifting and drifting and floating. And now your guys are bringing you to a place. Right. And then we determine where, where that place is. So it's entirely up to your higher self, you know, and the way we determine whether it's future or past is the therapist has to draw that out of you. Ask the questions. Where are you? I did a session with a client who landed up in the desert <laughs> and I'm like, I think, okay, this is some past time, Middle East or something. And I told him to look down at his feet and he had like brown lace-up leather Oxfords on <laughs> like, Oh, funny. Okay. And, uh, but because I used a different method and I, I had him sort of jump into a, a little space shuttle, maybe that was the catalyst that got him into this future life, but that was fascinating. He talked, and it was near future. It was like 20, 25 years into the future. So people can use this method to go into the future. We can direct them to go into the future if they were to make this choice versus this choice in order to problem solve. So that's really neat. So All the answers you, are in, in you. Right. Well, yeah. so when you say, when you hold your hand up, because some people aren't watching this mm-hmm. and you're like, you could take, you know, the pinky route, the ring finger route, your middle finger route, like there's five different... Yes. Potential realities. Potential realities that are happening now. Yes. And if you close those fingers into a fist, that's that's the now. That hand is the now. Okay. So it's 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 a difficult concept really to wrap your mind around. However, there's those that say that if you choose to go to the right, there's a part of you that actually chooses to go to the left. So that's also a reality that exists. Explain. Okay. <laughs> so now explain your way of what's how do you explain our souls decide to come into this body G- mm-hmm. give me your take on that i'll use the, the hand again okay? okay and i think seth spoke about this jane roberts spoke about the oversoul yes so i i may get it wrong because it's been many years since i i read that but say the palm is the oversoul right okay and exists in all time and all space and there's that time is not an and it uh, construct that it has to live within so each finger is an expression of that oversoul which is the palm okay so it's tracy in this life and then john in that life and in your case ashley and then steve which was your person you met yesterday and then on another timeline or radio station if you want to think of it that way you are yet another person and your mother is your father, and your brother is your sister, and the whole thing gets all messed up, <laughs> sort of, when you think about it in this reality. So these are all expressions of the soul, and it's all taking place at once. So when you close your fingers onto your palm, and you make a fist, that's all happening in one now. And that now is that soul expressing itself. And the reason it's expressing itself, and I think we need to talk about this, is simply to have experiences. There's wisdom that's gained from the experiences of the soul expressed into the physical body in this reality or that reality or that reality in the 1920s. When I've done mine, I have always been like yesterday, for an example, I was a teacher again, again, (laughs) and I can still see it in my head. I can see every town I was in, every picture I had. It's so vivid. Is that picking up on why I'm passionate right now and teaching what I love to teach my teenagers and the parents like that? That's like my passion is teaching that. Is that part of why I picked that? Is that why that came to me? I believe it's an influence. Sure. It's like you align with that life purpose. It's been indoctrinated into your soul 
over many lifetimes. Before we started, you said that you've had many lifetimes as a teacher. So perhaps you gravitate to the innocence of those children and the, the purity and the clean slate, if you will. Right. So when, when we die, give me your description of death. That's funny because my father passed away two years ago. So I've been watching a lot of near-death experiences to get a handle on what's happening on the other side. And I think it's different things for different people because as you believe, so it is done unto you. So if you are really, really religious, I think Jesus is going to meet you. You know, if you're, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in Allah, well, then maybe Allah will be there. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a matter of what you expect on the other side. Now, if you're an atheist, sometimes you go into stasis because you don't think there's anything there. And I think other loving souls come and are there to support you when you awaken from this this dream. You know, thinking that there's nothing there makes nothing there. So you had me die in my life in Mm -hmm. our session yesterday, and I can still feel the peaceful feeling. But when you look at your palm and you look at your fingers, where's death? Well, it's a transition. It's putting down the physical mantle, the physical vehicle. You know, if you think about it, and this came to me yesterday or the day before, you are here in this reality, we are living a dream. It's like Shakespeare said, you know, we're all actors on a stage. This is the temporary vehicle. But I think that's going to change because we're coming into ascension, right? The frequency of the planet is increasing. The vibratory rate of the molecules of our own physical vehicles are increasing. And so hopefully as we ascend into that fifth dimension, we won't have need to lay down this physical vehicle. We will know that we are gods. We, are, we will know the power within us to create our reality. We will know only love for each other. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's and what well, I how do you see in that? Future. Yeah. How do you even come to that? Because those are words now that three or four years ago, we weren't listening to or hearing people talk about. Now it's like every, I mean, in my life, who I attract because I think the same thing are are talking Mm -hmm. about ascension 5d the earth even in my past life regression yesterday I saw the the earth I mean I was watching the earth vibrate and the I saw I can still see the veins underneath the ground from my my mind or what my past life (laughs) I was like I was putting love into it and I'm like where did that come from so we're when you say ascension and where this earth is going to I almost have a different feeling about it after yesterday. Now that I've Mm -hmm. seen, I've seen it from a different perspective. And I honest to God, I'm like, did I make that up? Like, how did I make, I I can still see the earth. I don't know if it was a spaceship, but sometimes I'm like, was I in a spaceship looking down? It was such an amazing, amazing section. I was so, I was so astounded. It was I was struggling to ask questions because I was like, oh my gosh, what a cool session. Oh, uh, so, it was? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, I said that to you yesterday. I said, I'd love to talk to people about a session, especially when it's like yours. And you said, like mine? <laughs> like, what about mine? <laughs> no, it was amazing. So a lot of people think they just make it up. But we have to realize we have two hemispheres of our brain, right? We have the analytical side and we have the creative side. But the creative side is also the psychic side. It's the imagination. And we have tended as a society to put down that side, to subjugate that side to the analytical, rational, calculating side, the logical side. And I think that's why we think we're making it up. So so maybe that's how we actually see things. Maybe we just allow the imagination to flow. And instead of discount it, just allow it to be. If it wasn't real to you, it wouldn't have been so detailed with the sights, the sounds, the colors, the smells. That's the most amazing, wonderful thing about these past life regressions that you feel like you're there. It's so real and nothing will ever take it away from you. Like now that you've had that experience, that will stay with you. You will have those feelings for the rest of this life, it becomes now a part of you. So it's almost like you've reclaimed that side of yourself. Mm-hmm. You've brought yourself back together, but it also helps you to realize and acknowledge how big this expression of you is, this God, this oversoul, 
has all of these expressions of you. And every time you experience one like you did yesterday, it's just more astounding. It's more fascinating. It's, it's, it's more, um, you have greater respect and appreciation for the vastness of your soul and your experiences. That's right. how I see it. Yes, 100%. Have you had many experiences with people in spaceships or aliens and that kind of, I just felt like that was where I was yesterday. So I was like, I wonder if that's happened before. I did see a spaceship myself and it was not way off a light in the sky. It was a night in 2014. I was in Florida in my parents' house and we were on the deck at the front of the house at two in the morning. And I told my husband, I'm insisting, I insisted on seeing the blood moon that night. And so that we two in the morning, we're watching this eclipse and it's just right there and right in front of us. And it was low, was a, a Chevron shaped craft that was low to the ground. I'll give you a, a, an idea of how low in a second, flying right over us. It was silent. And for the first time, I understood what it meant to be the color of night. Hmm. You could almost not see it. It was such an amazing cloaking sort of technology, I guess. It was fascinating. And I said to my husband, like, do you see that? Do you see that? And he actually ran off the deck. It was going silently, slowly, right over the house. And he ran across the street to follow it past us. So it was so low that if it was higher, you would be able to just sit there and, and, and watch oh, it go right. by. But because it was so low, he had to run across the street to continue to watch its trajectory over the houses. Oh, wow. You know, we talk about the ascension and we're moving into the 5D and all those words. And now I don't know if I'm attracting it because I've stayed on certain videos longer than when they catch you on the algorithms. Um, of the UFOs, it's like in the next year or two, it's going to become, you know, it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. I mean, it's you for sure know because you've seen that. Or it's because in my past life, I was there. But it's so fascinating to me to think like, are we all aliens? And we all are here in this body experience? Like, it, it, I mean, you could go down that rabbit hole for <laughs> the rest of my life. You know, it's just that part, I think, yesterday was kind of where I'm at today, trying to digest that mm -hmm. feeling. Cause I felt like, wow, I really felt like I was above the earth. Mm -hmm. And you probably were, uh, you had in that lifetime, you had access to certain powers. You were able to heal and you were able to heal others and the crystals amplified your abilities. So perhaps there was, we never just got to it, but we could, we could go back and we could investigate further how you got from what you perceived as the earth to, to the spaceship, or were you actually up in the right. sky that you were looking down on the earth? That's the cool thing. It's like a book and you can open it again at the chapter where you left off. So just because you've experienced it that one time doesn't mean we can't go back and get more information. So that's, that's the fascinating thing too. It's like yeah. a book. Yeah. So people, you know, I know people come and they have phobias or fears and things, all those things. And you try to, and you go into, they want to come to you to clear those because mm -hmm. it's in their cell memory. Well, it's in there. Explain that. Yes. So it's when you have a traumatic death, there are thoughts that go along with that death as you are dying. See, your death yesterday was so peaceful, so calm. You were so proud of your life and your accomplishments. And there was no trauma to it. It was very comfortable. There was no energy blockage. This is what happens. So, for example, somebody would die because they were bitten by a snake. So they would have the realization, oh, my gosh, I was bitten by a snake, you know, in that lifetime. And they would begin to pass away and think, I hate snakes or I'm terrified they're dying. They're realizing that they're dying in that moment. And this is my theory, but it's been spoken about by other therapists as well, like Roger Wilger, for example, talked about this called a samskara. And it's an energy imprint that's in your auric field. It's in your field and it goes with you. It has a compulsion to be reconciled. So when we take you back to the lifetime where you were attacked by dogs or you were killed by a venomous snake or 
you were thrown off a cliff. These all result in phobias like fear of heights or fear of snakes or fear of dogs. You know, when we go back and take you to that life and that moment where you had that trauma, and yes, you may have some tears, and yes, you might even call out or yell, but there is a way that the therapist can take you sort of to a point where you're just the observer and you're watching it maybe on a television screen. Hmm. You know, you just make that that suggestion while they're in that hypnotic state that they won't feel anything, but they'll have the understanding. And when they bring that back into their current reality, they mull it over, just like you. You have to cogitate your session yesterday. You know, in some ways, I was wishing we had done it the week before because we did have a few weeks run up. Because you would have had a little bit more time to process. Why would that be beneficial? I think think you have, you're going to have more aha moments and you're going to put put it together more because more information will come to you and it'll come in dreams. It'll come in realizations, epiphanies, coincidences, which I don't believe in, synchronicities. And you will have done a little bit more processing before, before our session. So when that person begins to process that information, then the trauma it dissolves. It just dissolves. That samskara or that energy imprint just goes away. And it's hmm. it's almost miraculous. And then it can't continue in the next life. Right? Well, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It, there's no compulsion to re-experience that because now you have the understanding. But if you yeah. don't clear that in this life, then, then you're going to keep repeating and repeating until... Well, you have a past a, life regression in another life. <laughs> you see, it's a message, right? It's a message. So it's the same as uh, illness in the body or they're all messages. Your higher self is trying to give you a message and you need to shut down that conscious mind and go into that hypnotic state, which opens the subconscious mind to get at that information. It's trying to tell you something. And this is disease. This is, you know, shoulder pain. Huh. Yeah, yes. fascinating. What have you so, found in your past lives that come to you in this life? Well, I had a past life in a castle where my husband thought he was being funny and threw me into a moat, all fully dressed. And I actually had to dive in and save my life because my heavy gowns weighed me down and I couldn't rise to the surface. But in the bottom of the moat, <laughs> and this affects me today, I'm not scared of water. But I'm scared of logs in the water. Oh. Yes. It's like they're going to rise up and, I don't know, attack me or something. So I still have that fear, (laughs) even though I I know uh, peripherally, anyway, about that past life. Another one that I had was, I didn't, it was only a flash, though, of being crucified. And the Romans did a lot of that in those days. I saw my wrists. They were punctured and they were bloody. So, yeah, that was another one. When do you think of when you passed on and you're now out of this body? Are you in this other dimension trying to create your next life? How does that work in your mind? Like a soul family, people that you like reconnect with? I think that we have help. I've heard and read like Edgar Casey or uh, some of these others talk about it being like the, the grand computer, the best computer in the whole world that lines you up with all the things that you have to re-experience the challenges, the hurdles, the obstacles that you have yet to overcome. And I think your guides help you select the the best opportunity because souls are also reincarnated in a pod. It's like a, a, a soul pod. People that, you know, there's people that I've regressed where their brother was their husband in another life. And in another life, their father was their husband. So because I guess we create karma with each other, we reincarnate to uh, resolve that together right. you know, in different roles and different time. And I do believe we have guidance as to choosing the next lifetime. Do you feel like you are moving up the ladder or do you have a choice to really go down to suffer again? Like, are you always growing and expanding? I think it's all about experience. And I think that when you think in terms of not experience for the whole oversoul, I don't like to think of karma as being a punishment. I think everything is a choice. I think there's self-responsibility in all cases that you choose, like someone who's a paraplegic or someone who was born mentally challenged. They choose that lifetime. First of all, one life is a blip in the ocean. 
It is right. so short. It's it's the blink of an eye, really, when you think about 60, 70, 80 years in the light of all eternity. So I think that soul willingly chooses to have that experience to absolve themselves from whatever karma they feel. It's not for us to choose someone else or to judge someone else's choices. So I don't like to think of karma as being a punishment because that puts us in the place of being victims. And we are ultimately responsible for every single act and action that we do in every life. And we choose to take on those challenges. I think when we have our life review, that's the first thing that happens in my understanding. After we pass, we have a life review and we go back and we get to see everything we did said to everyone that we've ever had an interaction with. And we get to see not only from this perspective, we get to see from the other person's perspective. And then we also get to see as if we are the observer. And I think that is very, very impactful on us that we are mortified that that harsh word, that something we did that was unkind, how it affected the other person, and then went on to create a ripple effect for that person and how they interacted with everybody afterward. It's, I think it's a profound experience to have your life review. And so that's why I watch near-death experience stories and mm-hmm. the e-stories, because that's one of the common things that these, these people tend to say and how their life changed when they came back to treat people, others, with more respect and love and kindness, knowing that ultimately we are all one. We are all connected. We are all from the same source. We are all here having our experience as a human being in this life with amnesia of who we really are. Yeah. You know, I when you talk about being one, I understand that. And I see an ex- everybody I see is an expression of, of me. I'm looking at myself. I'm, it's a mirror. Yes. And when I think of love and what I experienced yesterday and how all I remember was if everyone just figured out that all this is, is love, then there's no yes. negative, evil, whatever you want to call it. There's, it's just so that's, it's so simple. Yeah. And I remember feeling that when I was looking at people and thinking I can heal them with, I, if I just looked at them with love and I felt their, I could see their energy in that experience. Mm-hmm. I can still see it. Mm-hmm. And I look at this life of where I've come in my journey mm-hmm. and understanding the love and the oneness. Mm-hmm. And it makes me realize why I feel the way I do now in this body when I saw that life. When yes. I see that it's just the love and, and that's all, that's such a focus of, it's like, gosh, and the healing, you know, it's mm-hmm. the dis-ease. And I always would say like, our minds are so powerful, we can heal. Mm-hmm. And I did that yesterday and that could see that like, gosh, we're, we're so powerful. And I feel like that when we talk about, in my feeling is when you say the ascension or people are talking about, you know, where we're going, the veil is thinning and I feel like, or I even had telepathy in my past life yesterday. I, mm-hmm. I was healing through telepathy and I could see the earth and I was like he, prayer, you know, like praying and seeing that and wanting the earth to heal. And I just see that when the veil thins and the people realize their power and the love and what it takes to heal yes. this world, we're just kind of right now going through this commotion, figuring out that. Right. Well, yes, of waking up. What I would like to point out, and and I've heard it a little too often for my taste, being where we are now, we are in in a polarized world, right? There's good, bad, right, wrong, north, south, men, women, right? And ultimately, where we want to be is in the middle. Because it's not for us to judge any other soul's experience and In order to be in that state of love, like love is not the opposite of evil. Love is all things. It's all things and it's allowing. It's allowing everything because you have no right to judge another soul's choice to experience. So I think when we understand that that's what love is, love is allowing 
all things unconditionally. And that goes for ourselves as well. I've noticed that a lot of the people that I'm working with lately, it's about helping them to love themselves. And that's sort of where it's got to start. You know what they say when you're in an emergency situation on the airplane, right? You got to put your own oxygen mask on first. Right. And then you put it on your child. Right. I always ask the girls, it's so important for me to say, I love you to myself. Mm -hmm. And when I ask people, when's the last time you told yourself you loved yourself? Mm -hmm. And they sit there like with the deer in headlights, like, uh, (laughs) what are you talking about? Yeah. What's that? I I love myself. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that's, that's one of the most important things in my, as a mother to teach my girls on how important it is to love yourself. Well, yes, I agree 100%. But the problem is that most of us haven't seen, like we don't learn by hearing our parents tell us stuff. We learn by watching them do stuff. Right. It's like a a bear cub watching its parent fish trout or, or, or salmon out of the stream. You know, she doesn't sit them down at a blackboard and tell them how to do it. They watch her do it. This is our problem. We haven't seen our mother's take care of themselves we haven't seen our mothers love themselves we haven't Mm -hmm. seen it our fathers love themselves so we haven't learned to love ourselves oh that's so good you're so right I never thought of that yeah we have to take it upon ourselves to nurture that inner child to begin the process of self-care yeah gosh that's that's really good but I feel like after (laughs) thinking of how this world is transforming and People are waking up and realizing that the judgment and the, you know, when you say allowing and it helps me when I look at you and know that you're me and what I see in you, I see in me. Yes. Everything's a mirror. And that goes for relationships too. When you point your finger at your spouse or your partner and you say, you did this to me, you have to look for the reflection of yourself in that. It's very insightful. But people don't know that little trick. We're in relationships because our partner reflects who we are. Right. Otherwise, the relationship doesn't last. But they don't always reflect you in your wonderfulness. (laughs) Sometimes they reflect you in your not so nice side. But that's where you do the work. That's what that's that's when you that's when you say, okay, wake up, Ashley, look at that. That's right. There is a message that you're Mm -hmm. still that's still a belief in you. Yeah. Yeah. That's still an issue for you. Yes, it's true. But when we can start to look at the God, you know what namaste means? What? It means I honor the God in you. Okay. Yes. I did know that. Yes. I honor the God in you. Right. And so when people can look at other people, even, you know, people in the grocery store or at the gas station or wherever, and know that no matter what they're going through, they're all gods. They're all an expression of their oversoul in whatever condition that they're in. I love, that's kind of a, the way I live. I love going to the store and love being in a parking lot and people getting angry and I just smile and have a wonderful day. Like, and then they don't know what to do and like, I'm not fighting you back or <laughs> I just love that. And I know, I mean, as a mom, especially when I show these girls the way to love and to, there's no judgment And we talk about that all the time. That's our common (laughs) household talk in the car and in the house. But, you know, when you look at the world and you can look at it that way, how can you not raise your vibration and how can you not live in this fifth dimension? I mean, I feel every morning I wake up and I feel like, oh, this is just like, what a miracle that I'm in this body right now living this life on one of my fingers. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, you know, I think when you're in your passion and you definitely are in your, in your passion, you can't wait to get up in the morning. Right. It's like, what's next oh, as you clap so your hands? You know? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I and that. I do too. I, I just, I just love what I do. I love helping to bring people these insights and these experiences. And, and I'm the facilitator of that. I'm honored to be able to do that. And I just love it. Yeah, oh, I bet. I mean, just even to open people's eyes to realizing who they truly are and what they've been limiting themselves by Mm -hmm. being in this life and having the fears or the Mm -hmm. body, you know, whatever parts that don't work because now they have cleared that and to be able to facilitate that I can imagine Mm -hmm. is amazing. 
I want to talk about, I was watching something about this woman learning how to channel, like it opens up her channeling by doing past life hypnosis. Yes. If you practice like anything, right? Going within, you can begin to channel your guide. And really what is most important is that you access that information for your own growth, for your own edification. But it's like anything else. You can do it. You just need to practice doing it. You know, after a session with me, you're going to get your your recording. You got yours yesterday. So you can just listen to that front end and do it again. Just practice going in and practice going deep and allowing it. And the more you practice, the deeper you go. And the, then you could, for example, at the uh, before you do it, if you're going to do it by yourself, you can write your question down on a piece of paper. That's your intention. And that's the answer. You want an answer to that. My husband does this now. He'll just sit down, he'll, he'll do his half hour meditation. And in 15 minutes after he's quieted his mind, he, he has an answer. He has three questions. Okay, I know what I'm, and he stops. He stops his meditation. Okay, I got my answers. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's able to channel his higher self now, no problem. And, and I'm like, you know, you, you, we could do like channeling, like regular channeling. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I channel through writing. Mm-hmm. And it's almost if I don't do it in, my, in the morning. I do it because if I don't, I feel like I missed them. Like I missed my angels or my yes. guides or it's like we yes. have this relationship on this piece mm-hmm. of paper. And I, I, it's like, I was listening to someone talk about to start automatic writing, you push until it starts to pull. And every time I start oh. the, the beginning of my, what am I supposed to know? Or what, what is my message today? Mm-hmm. I'll write that. And I'm picturing like I'm pushing and then all of a sudden it's pulling and I can't mm-hmm. stop. I mean, it's like, oh, isn't that great? yes, oh, that's then fantastic. I read it and I think, wow, I don't even know that vocabulary word or, you know, the yes. words that come out and, and now it's changing instead of I, it's you, like they're speaking to me. Yes. And yeah. And the more, like you say, like the more you would do something, it just mm-hmm. become, you can't just say, I want to do that and, and do it. Play, yeah. Like the play the piano. It's a or whatever muscle. It is. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's I a just, muscle such a connection and it's such a feeling of support and love. And like, you know, there, you have that love and support, like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just such a comfort. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've gone into my meditation and say, okay, I just need to feel the love. And, and I just start bawling my eyes because it's just, we resist accepting how lovable we are. Right. Just because we exist, we are loved right. in all of our imperfections. And just to sit there and ask, okay, let me feel the love. And just to open yourself a tiny crack to that, it's, it just it makes such a huge impact. Yes. Oh, so fun. This has been so fun. Tracy, I've loved it. Oh, I loved yesterday. You. It's changed my life. I want everyone to experience that. Nice. Uh, tell, how can they find you? Well, I have a YouTube channel. It's... Uh, it's fairly new. It's visit at, well, it's visit a past life. The website is visitapastlife.com. I'm on Patreon now. I set, set up uh, three tiers on Patreon. And for a very small amount, you can have a group, Past Life Regression, once a month. I'm running a special right now. And I'm going to offer Ashley's people a two for one. Oh. Yeah. Until the end of July. Uh, okay. If you write the code, the coupon, Ashley241, the number two, the number four, and the number one, at the bottom of your intake form, you'll see when you go to my website, you'll have a discovery session with me, which is just a complimentary, no obligation chat for 15 to 30 minutes, and then we'll book you in, and uh, you, you'll have to fill out the intake form so I know a little bit about you. And then put in the coupon code Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-241. And you'll get a two for one. (laughs) I'll run that till the end of July. Oh, thank you, Tracy. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Anyway, it's been a pleasure. I'm grateful for yesterday. And I guess it's changed my life. It's changed my perspective. The experience, I can't, it just, it changes your life. I I mean, I was trying to go deeper, but it's like, it really makes me realize, you know, sometimes when I think of, you know, your date, you're in your daily life, we have a clock and we have things to do. And, you know, we have a family and you get into that little routine and I'm that routine girl. 
when you become and you get into that place and you realize there's so much more and you are so, we are so much more yeah. and to yeah. expand in your mind and know that we are so powerful and we have so much potential and possibility. And we're just, if we can open our eyes and realize that we're limiting that. And if you could just have a past life and realize like, oh my gosh, look at what there's just so much to life. There's so much to this body that we can do right now. And Mm -hmm. I I just don't want everyone to limit that. I get Mm -hmm. so passionate. I get these kids on the, on my zoom and I just see their light in their eyes. And I'm like, you can have anything. Let's just do it. Yeah. And probably nobody's ever told them that. No, they can't believe it. And then they're just like, I can like, yes. Uh Oh my gosh. And then they start to believe it. And then you just, Mm -hmm. that's where my passion is. And I see my passion from yesterday of why, oh, right. Exactly. It's very difficult for you to articulate. And this is what I said. If you had, if we had waited a week, if you had, you're going to have better understanding of a grasp of how profound that was, you know, a week, two weeks and the information is going to keep coming, but really it underscores that you're exactly in the right place right now. Yeah. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and you know where that passion comes from. Right. And see, that makes me cry. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and I think you're right. That's where that passion comes from. Yeah. And there's my, my emotions, right? The feelings yeah. in my cells of my body. It's like, I just feel that so, so amazing. All right. I could talk to you all day and I appreciate <laughs> that. That goes by so fast, but yes, it does. thank you, Tracy. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget, always look for the magic.